Many today see government as a weapon to wield against others in society to get what they need. This comes from the fact that our freedom isn't guaranteed, and the view of man that says he doesn't deserve or require freedom. What is required is that everyone must serve each other. In this video I shall go through the requirements for freedom, starting with philosophy with a proper view of man and government, as well as what is required to get across to others to satisfy their doubts about a free society. In philosophy we need to start with an objective view of reality, and with government we start with the individual and an objective view of man. This view of man recognises him as a conceptual being, a being that requires he use his mind to understand the universe, to come to an independent decision about what is best for him and his life. If his thinking is rational, he will not come into disagreement with another man that cannot be settled by referring to reality. If he is irrational and believes that force is his means of interaction, a use of force and retaliation is justifiable by the government. From this, it is important to understand that man acts to gain and keep a value. Therefore an objective view of value is important, and a rebuttal of the subjective and intrinsic views of value are necessary. If value is intrinsic and independent from the individual, then there is no problem to force someone to act for said value. If value is subjective, it is a battle between my feelings and the feelings of others. An objective view of values first states that value presupposes a valuer. So to talk about value, one must first answer the question, of value to whom and for what. Secondly, it presupposes a standard and a need to act in such a way in the face of an alternative. Without alternatives, valuing is impossible. With this understanding, it shows the importance of an objective view of reality in ensuring that the individual is free. This is down to the fact that, to be free, reason and reality must be the means of interacting and communicating with one another. Any other standard requires force. From the objective view of value, we understand that there is no standard that one must live up to that is outside of oneself and one's own judgement. That one cannot force someone to do for them, one must do for oneself. This means man must live by trade, not by sacrifice, and the purpose of one's life is to pursue one's life. Now we have finally come to a proper view of man, let's talk government. To ensure freedom, we must first see each individual as being equal under the law. This means that government must run on the basis of protecting objective, universal, inalienable individual rights. Objective when looked at the standard of what man needs to live, that is to be free to use one's mind to be able to understand what is best for him and then act on that judgement. This principle is that one may not use physical means to gain a value from someone without that person's consent. Universal as they must be applicable to everyone. Inalienable in the understanding that man requires such a right to be protected to be able to survive on his own judgement as an independent being. And finally, individual in the recognition that all conceptual beings are individuals and gain nothing from government by deciding to participate in a group. From the current state of affairs we find ourselves in, how do we get to a stage of the recognition and protection of individual rights that will guarantee our freedom? It starts by spreading an optimistic vision for the future in every respect, from the new opportunities for the lowest in society, to the ability of the most well-off to rapidly progress from which all benefit from. It is also through the spread of an understanding of human nature and what we need as explained earlier in this video, as well as an understanding of human epistemology that makes the statists' own solutions ineffective and counterproductive. Let's take for example a stubborn group who wish not to associate with certain people based upon arbitrary characteristics. A law enforcing that they do means that they will associate with them, but that doesn't deal with the problem of this group thinking irrationally. It takes an act of integration on the part of every member of the group to be able to deal with the issue. A law enforcing them to associate fosters resentment within this group, instead of tackling the problem of rationality with reason and an appeal to reality. 
From all this information, we can come to the conclusion of what moral government looks like. This is a government that is a servant to the people in protecting their individual rights. Of course, there are things that are irrational that don't require force. But to tackle the issue isn't to enforce the rational in these scenarios. It's to understand the importance of integration in human epistemology to tackle such issues, and how the use of force simply hinders those rational to be effective, and feeds the resentment of those irrational as being a targeted people. To give the government such ability to use force in such scenarios only hands them more avenues to control your life using the same justifications. To ensure that reality, reason, and trade are man's means of interaction and cooperation, we must ensure that we have the freedom gained from the protection of life, liberty, and property through the implementation of individual rights. I hope that in the coming months, both in my personal life and through these videos, I can help promote this optimistic view of a future in a free society. If you'd like to learn more, make sure to read Introduction to Objectivist Epistemology, The Virtue of Selfishness, and Capitalism, The Unknown Ideal, all of which are by Ayn Rand. Thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you in a bizzle.